Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the Tale of the Tape show. Going to go through Cowboys, 49ers, the rivalry that has been here for a long time. The 70s is basically where this got started. Cowboys handling the 49ers. Some really, really good 49er teams in the 70s. And then, of course, 1981, things started to change. Uh, it was the end of a or end of a dynasty for the Cowboys and the beginning of one for San Francisco. The 49ers became the team of the 80s. And then with Jimmy Johnson in that shift in the 1990s, the Cowboys were the ones who won three Super Bowls in that decade. The 49ers were able to get one. 1994 splitting up, you know, Dallas's big time uh, emergence onto the scene after a 80s that wasn't so good. So uh, the 49ers are starting to get that rivalry going. They met and played the Cowboys last year. The 49ers walked away with a victory in the wildcard round. Now, here we are, divisional round. Some things are different. The 49ers are playing at home this time. It's going to be at Levi Stadium. The 49ers carried in a better record than the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the records that you see on your screen reflect the playoff game as well. San Francisco 14-4, and the Cowboys at 13-5. and both really, really good football teams with a lot of explosive players on offense and defense. What things are different, though, than last year's wildcard game? First off, I think one of the most interesting ones is Jimmy Garoppolo is not the quarterback for the 49ers. It's Brock Purdy, uh, and Brock Purdy's played very well. He's won every single game that he's played as quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, 7-0. and uh, Pretty impressive. What else is different? Uh, what's One of the big things is Mike McGlinchey's playing right tackle. Tom Compton was the starting right tackle last year when the 49ers played the Cowboys in the wildcard round. There are other things that are different, like the Cowboys. They don't have Amari Cooper anymore. Uh, last year, they showed up. They had Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup. 
uh, Dalton Schultz. I mean, weapons on weapons. Ezekiel Elliott was there. Tony Pollard was there. A talented, very talented group with Dak Prescott at the helm. Um, that still exists minus Amari Cooper. And Cooper had a good game last year against San Francisco. He was able to make big plays down the field. Another thing different, Charverius Ward is on the scene. So Charverius Ward will be there playing for the 49ers. Ambry Thomas was a cornerback starting last year against Dallas. He's no longer a starter. Yamanur Lenore is. At the safety position, two different starters in last year. Last year was Jimmy Ward, Jakuski Tart. So lots of things change. I feel like the 49ers got better than last year. I feel like Dallas improved as well, but not quite as much as the 49ers because the 49ers added players like Christian McCaffrey. Uh, and McCaffrey's made a huge impact on this 49ers. But let's get into the numbers. Let's go through the tail of the tape. We talked about the records, 49ers 14-4, Dallas 13-5, pretty much the same record overall. Uh, now let's talk about the offense, and this is during the season, scoring You know, within the regular season. The 49ers were the sixth best scoring offense in the league at 26.5. The Dallas Cowboys were fourth at 27.5, so one extra point per game. Uh, both teams, you know, had stretches where they didn't have their starting quarterback. Dak was out for a little bit, uh, but they still did pretty good with Cooper Rush at the helm. And so Dallas's explosive offense continued to, uh, you know, display that all season long. I mean, just looking at some of the scores that, you know, that they were able to put up, uh, it was spectacular. The, you know, the for the week one, they struggled against Tampa. Uh, Tampa really got after them. But after that, you know, they pretty much scored 20 points every single game. Um, except for Philadelphia in week six, and then the last week of the season against the Commanders, where the Commanders held them to six points. Other than that, it's 20-plus points every single game, including a 54-point explosion against the Indianapolis Colts, and they also beat the Philadelphia Eagles uh, when they went against Gardner Minshew in week 16, 40-34. So offensive explosions have been no problems overall, for the Dallas Cowboys, they are they are one of the better teams, and uh, it's been on display all year, and that's what their offense looks like. Now, one thing to remember is that with Brock Purdy at the helm, the San Francisco 49ers are averaging 34.8 points a game. So you can see Dallas holds a slight lead in overall season uh, scoring points per game. It, and then once you put Brock Purdy in there, the 49ers are plus seven. Uh, it's it's pretty spectacular, the effect that Brock Purdy's had on this offense. Uh, but both offenses are good. The 49ers are a little bit more balanced overall than Dallas, uh, but a very good overall roster for uh, for Dallas. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. There are some keys that we're going to go through about 49ers offense compared to Dallas's defense as we can con continue to go through these rankings. But um, 34.8 with Brock Purdy at the helm while the Cowboys are sitting at 27.5. Cowboys scored 31 in their playoff matchup. San Francisco 49ers scored 41. Dallas could have easily scored more points. I don't, I don't think that's an issue. I think the 49ers could have scored more points as well. So um, both offenses have plenty of firepower and plenty of weapons to be able to make plays. And then you, when you're looking at the defense, the San Francisco 49ers have the number one defense, scoring defense, giving up 16.3 points per game, while Dallas get, is fifth, giving up just 20.1. Now, when you go to yards, um, that's where it gets a little bit different overall for you know 49ers and for, for Dallas. The 49ers are the, the number one defense in points. Um, and then as far as yards, the San Francisco 49ers uh, come in at uh, number one per game at 300.6, just ahead of Philadelphia. 
Um, but you know, Dallas is still hovering around. They're they're not they're not doing too bad. They're up there, you know, just outside the top ten. Um, at the 330 yards per game. So this is two good defenses. And when you look at Dallas's roster, I mean, they've got tremendous amounts of talent. Demarcus Lawrence is still a beast. Uh, then they got Jonathan Hankins on the inside. He does a really good jar or a really good job. They added Anthony Barr, um, for, former Minnesota Viking. He helps on the edge with Micah Parsons. And then they got Leighton and Van Der Esch back. He was missing for some of the season with injury, uh, but he's back and manning the middle. Pretty good linebacker group, but I mean, Barr is not a traditional linebacker, so he can be taken advantage of uh, when he's out there. And then when you're talking about their linebackers, they're starting Deron Bland. Um, you know, they've had injuries overall. They suffered an injury to Anthony Brown. He's not helping the team. So they're going to roll with Deron Bland, and they're going to roll with Trayvon Diggs. And last year, you know, the big matchup, Diggs versus Ayuk, you know, what's going to happen? And Ayuk did really well against Trayvon Diggs. And then at linebacker, they got Jerron Curse. Uh, he's going to be listed as questionable, dealing with a little bit of injury coming out of last or coming out of the playoff game. And Malik Hooker. So they've got talented guys there. As far as their nickel corners, uh, they got Kelvin Joseph, but most of the time they're playing uh, Israel McQuamu, uh from South Carolina. Big old long guy, six foot four. You know, 200 pounds. Uh, he's one of those guys that's going to be fun to watch, you know, and how they match him up. If he's the one they end up putting on George Kittle. Uh, last year, Kyle Shanahan found ways to expose the nickel corner for the Dallas Cowboys using Jawan Jennings. So Jennings on McQuamu could be interesting where Jennings normally has a size advantage. He won't have a size advantage on McQuamu, uh, but he still has that nasty route running ability. Plus, he's a physical blocker, and the physicality is what gave. Dallas some problems last year. And then another fact is just the rushing defense. If you look at the rush defense for the 49ers, they're second in the league at 77.7 yards per game, where the Dallas Cowboys are 22nd, giving up 129.3 yards per game. I, I found that interesting. And when I was going over the stats, uh, there was 11 occasions in which Dallas Cowboys gave up over 100 yards rushing and then there was two occasions where they gave up over 200 yards rushing. Uh, they gave up 200 yards to Chicago, and they gave up 220 yards to the Indianapolis Colts. That is a lot of yards to give up. And when you're looking at their totals, they gave up a lot of yards this year on the ground. 176 to the Giants, 163 to the Rams. To the Rams. Uh, not spectacular. 134 to the Eagles, 139 to the Lions. Uh, 159 to the Packers, 151 to Minnesota, 169 to the Giants. So the Giants ran all over them in two straight games. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, 220, like we talked about, 127 to Houston, 154 to Jacksonville. Now, one interesting thing I found on here was I was looking at the Dallas Cowboys' losses, and I was trying to find, you know, kind of exactly uh, what they do as far as um rush compared to pass you know exactly how how that happens and and how it correlates and what i found was games that teams were really balanced uh they the cowboys had a chance to lose so the first matchup against tampa bay which they lost tampa threw for 194 yards and rushed for 152 um it was a balanced attack and they won philadelphia eagles when they beat them uh you know 132 and 136 pass to rush uh, and and they won um, in the overtime game that they lost to Green Bay, Green Bay threw for 208 and ran for 207 balance. 
it's it's pretty interesting. Jacksonville threw for 311 and ran for 192. Not as balanced as the rest, but then when you get to the last week in the Commanders, um, they rushed for 151 and they passed for 158. More balance. So a balance attack works the best against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but I think this was an area, that's why I wanted to highlight it, where there was a distinct advantage between 49ers rush defense and the Cowboys, you know, uh, rush defense, 129.3 yards per game. It's it's one of those things where, you know, the 49ers are going to have an opportunity to run the football on the ground. Uh, and and that's really what you you want. You know, if you're if you're uh, Kyle Shannon, he likes to pound the rock, you know, and the 49ers are, are one of those teams that they've done a really good job all year. They average nearly 140 yards on the ground and Dallas gives up almost 130 so you would think the four years are going to be able to run the football. And what that means by showing those balance in games that they lost, it means that those teams were able to work the clock, win the time of possession, get key first downs, you know, and keep Dallas's defense on the field and create opportunities to get points. To me, that's exactly how you have to go about it. Now let's look at the special teams. Um, it's not, you know, a huge difference between the two, the Cowboys, the 11th best, the 49ers, the 14th. Uh, so not a huge difference between the two as far as, you know, how how their special teams are ranked. Um, Dallas ha definitely has a really, really good return guy, um, and they can they can do some damage in that area. So the 49ers are going to have to make sure they are careful with how they go about dealing with, you know, kicking it deep uh, and what could happen, you know, in if, if they kick it deep and Kevante Turpin, having the opportunity to take it to the house. You just got to be careful. Um, last year, they they dealt with it a little bit with Tony Pollard doing the returning, but now Turpin, he's explosive. He's got a lot of quickness. Uh, he can make people miss. So the four yards are going to have to make sure they just don't give any opportunities uh, to the opposing team to have a big return and change the, the way the game is played. Now let's go to the turnovers. Um, the 49ers are, you know, one of the better teams at turnovers in the league. Uh, and they've created a lot of opportunities, you know, for turnovers for their team. The 49ers the f have are the first overall at creating turnovers at plus 15. This includes the playoffs. I went ahead and added that in as well. Cowboys at plus 11. There were some interesting things about the Cowboys turnovers as well. They actually created more turnovers during the season on defense than the 49ers. They created 33, uh, 16 intercept. I'm sorry, 16 interceptions, 17 fumbles. But they turned the ball over more than the 49ers. They gave up 23 turnovers to the 49ers, 17. So the 49ers have taken care of the football better. And, uh, you know, the Cowboys have created more turnovers. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. These are the two best at turnover differential in the entire league. So this is going to be one of those matchups that's going to be close. It's going to be fun to watch. And there's a lot of cool storylines that go into it. But, you know, the thing with the playoff game was both these teams played clean. No turnovers from Dak Prescott. No turnovers from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Brock Purdy in his first game as, you know, in, a, in the playoffs as a starting quarterback for the 49ers. No turnovers. And they were dealing with rain. So it was it's very interesting to see how it worked. The 49ers were plus two in the playoffs. Cowboys plus one. So that is a key, you know, to winning any football game is making sure you're on the right side of the turnover battle. Uh, these are This is going to be a fun matchup between these two teams. Both teams have some really, really good players. Another thing to watch on this is what happens along the offensive line. I mean, Jason Peters went down during the game. 
They were starting him at left tackle. They said it was the best pass-blocking offensive line they could put together. So they put Jason Peters at left tackle and moved Tyler Smith from his left tackle spot into left guard. And then with Zach Martin and Tyron Smith on the other side, it kind of gave them their best offensive line. So monitoring what Jason Peters does during the week, um, I would fully expect him to play if he can, is going to be in part, uh, important for this game because last year the 49ers were able to put pressure on Dak and get after him early in the game. And they're going to have to do that in this one as well. And then as far as the 49ers go, you know, they have some matchups on the inside. They have to make sure they handle Demarcus Lawrence. And then they have to make sure they locate Micah Parsons. Uh, those are two things that are very important to do in this football game. Make sure you keep those guys um, known and what you want to do with them. But Dallas has, you know, plenty of pass rushers. Uh, they come in waves. They have a good pass rush. The Warriors are going to have to figure out how to navigate that. Uh, running the football is the easiest way. You know, going ahead and kicking those guys out, those edge rushers and running up underneath is what the 49ers chose to do last year. Uh, last year, they started with Debo Samuel in the backfield. They ran some counter plays, used their aggressiveness against them, uh, had pitched it to the right, had him cut back against the grain to the left and get positive yards. And then uh, during that drive, switched to Elijah Mitchell and then ran actual tosses to the outside, one in which Elijah Mitchell scored. So 40 yards did it last year with Elijah Mitchell. This year, Christian McCaffrey will be adding to that as well. And I think that's where some of the 49ers matchup issues come in hand. Uh, when you get Debo and Christian McCaffrey there together, how do you match up? Do you cover them with a safety? Do you cover them with one of these linebackers? You do not want to get, if you're Dallas, Vander Esch all lined up on one of these skill players out in the open field. That is a mismanage, uh, a mismatch in the favor of the 49ers. So it, it's going to be a fun one, guys. I think this is going to be a really fun matchup. The tail of the tape is here. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams have been fantastic overall. Uh, one team, at least one team from the NFC East will be representing the NFC Championship. 49ers trying to prevent the Dallas Cowboys from being a second team. Let me know what you thought of the tale of the tape about these two teams and how they match up. Very curious what your opening thoughts are on 49ers versus Cowboys. Let me know in the comments section. If you like the content, give the video a like. It does a lot to help it kick out into the algorithm and get more people to watch you watching and you haven't subscribed go ahead and give the subscription now i'd really appreciate it thank you guys so much for watching there's going to be plenty of content coming out this week from cover two uh to slightly offsides over on patreon also you know i'm doing john uh chapman on his patreon so if you're on his patreon come check that out come uh talk 49ers versus cowboys it's going to be a fun week game preview show all coming up this week lots of content on the channel hope you will all join me but until next time stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.